Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. And joining us right now is the new head football coach at Appalachian State University, Eli Drinkwitz. He was previously the offensive coordinator for NC State. He has also coached at Auburn, Arkansas State, and Boise State. He has taken over a program that has won three straight Sunbelt Conference championships, four bowl games in a row, and three national championships at the FCS level. He is a husband and a father of three daughters. I am pleased to welcome the head coach of my alma mater, Coach Drinkwitz. Great to be with you. How are you? Man, I'm doing great, but uh, that introduction, I didn't know if you're introducing Joe Gibbs or <laughs> I don't know if there's more pressure on that introduction of that or, or having to meet the expectations of the football program. What an awesome, awesome championship tradition they have here, man. What a great place. No question about it. So so let's start right there because uh, I was actually yep. a, a student during the, the three national championships and, and experienced you know just the, all the excitement that, that comes with a, a school that has such a great program. So, so for you to take over – that kind of program. So you're not necessarily building something from scratch. You're, you're more maintaining and growing what's already there. So, so what is that kind of perspective like coming into a program like that? Well, so here's, here's my mindset. There, there was two things. One, you know, it, when you take a job, you either the conventional wisdom says you want to take a job where they haven't been very good, so anything you do is an improvement. <laughs> um, but I really like to challenge myself. And, and the biggest challenges in life is to take something that's good and make it great. Mm. And for me, that's that's really the goal of Appalachian State. Appalachian State is great long before I got here. They're going to be great long after I leave. My goal is to try to enhance and see how we can make it better. How can we do things better than they've ever been done before? And there's a lot of things still left on the bone. Coach Satterfield, Coach Moore laid a tremendous foundation. Sparky Woods, those guys laid a tremendous foundation. But there's still more to accomplish. And our job... Um, is not to maintain it's to improve Mm. and to take a place that's good and go to great and that's a tremendous challenge because it's been really good Um, but that's why you chase you know that's why coaches are motivated to do these things you want you want to have a challenge and that's what I think for me is the biggest challenge moving forward I love it. That's very cool. And so, all right, you're coming in from from NC State. You've had other stops along yeah. the way, and and you even started your your introductory uh, press conference talking about what makes App State special. And and so now that you've been there for a few months, what would you say as far as what really makes App State special compared to to where else you've been? The people. Uh, it's the people. I think anywhere you go, the people make the place special. The the family atmosphere the pride that that the fans and the alumni have in their university and in their football program they're invested not just from going to school here but they're invested um financially um and from a just that deep place of they're proud of what their program's been and it represents them Uh, and so that to me is what makes this place so special it's the people that's a, that's wonderful and totally agree. And in my experience up there, I, I would echo that that feeling for sure. Uh, coach Eli Drinkwitz, our guest right now on Unpacking It. He's the head football coach at Appalachian State. 
And, and so you've been there now for a few months. What what has been maybe the, the biggest surprise or, or challenge during the transition uh, of taking over and becoming the head coach, uh, not only for you, but, but also for your family as well? Well, I think anytime you're going through transition, it takes courage to change, mm. whether it's to change jobs, change schools, change whatever. And, and it's also takes courage for our football team, um, to change, you know, they, they had a system in place. And so making that change, whether it's my coaching staff and getting their families up here and getting them acclimated to schools or, or my girls going to Hardin Park Elementary and walking into that school for the first time, um, and seeing them have to make friends, uh, that, that, that really to me has been the biggest, I wouldn't say surprise, but, but challenge, um, for me, my job, I put on a new polo and go to work, you know, um, <laughs> But for my family and my girls and all these coaches that bring their their uh, families with them, um, that that's that's been the toughest thing to try to maneuver and make sure that we do a great job of taking care of our families and take care of these players as they're going through challenging transition and change. So, no question about it. And and so I I read that the the first things you put in your office were a picture of your family, and and so of course they're they're very yeah. important to you. And also mentioned a, a Bible and a devotional. So so how do you stay mm-hmm. focused on on what's most important as you experience this transition and, and all that comes with being a head coach? Well, the first and foremost for me um, is my family. You know, I, I've got to take care of those under my roof first. And then after that, I take what I've learned and what I've been trying to do um, to my football players and my team. But I got to make sure I do that first. And for me, it's just a routine of uh, every day on the way to work. I pray for my family. I pray for my girls. I pray for our coaching staff. I pray for our team. And then when I get to work, I, I have a routine of reading my devotional, my Bible. And it's just for me to to make sure I keep first things first mm. and keep keep um, keep the Lord at the center of what, what I do and, and just make sure that I have uh, the right mentality entering the day. Uh, for me, I believe this is a calling. I believe Ephesians 4.1, I urge you brothers to live a life worthy of the calling you've received. Basically, when I break that verse down, it's it's basically saying um, Paul is coaching uh, the Ephesians. Yeah. And he's telling them, you've been given a great gift, but you have to continue to develop that and work on that. So for me, it's it's Paul being a coach, being an encourager, and it's a reminder of me that that's that's really what my job, my goal is, is to inspire, equip, and encourage these young men to be the very best version of themselves that they can be. Ah, so cool. Coach Eli Drinkwitz, our guest right now, head coach at Appalachian State and and joining us here on Unpacking It. And so uh, along those lines, I I also heard you talk about just how you want your players to have a purpose-driven life. And, And so... Yeah. When did you realize your own purpose, and 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 what does does having a purpose driven life look like for you personally, and and then how does that translate to your players as well? Well, in college, was I made a list of all these places that I wanted to go coach, and then I set out goals. Hey, in five years, I wanted to be this, and five years this, and I had a list of twenty high school jobs around Arkansas and in Missouri that I wanted to be the head coach at, and that's just kind of how I, I was wired. Um, you know, and, and, and then kind of moved on from there and, and the minds of been playing the ways the Lord directs your steps. I was able to get into college football. And, and, uh, after that, the Lord took over and now I'm blessed to be the head coach of Appalachian state. You know, for me, 
I talk to our guys about chasing two dreams, a life with football and a life after football. You know, these guys are here to play this great game. And I think it's the greatest game in in, in the world. Mm. I think it's so much about life and team and working together and conquering. And um, it's, it's just a phenomenal game. And while they're here in school, some people are here to be doctors, lawyers, teachers. They're here to play football as long as they possibly can, realizing that at some point the game is going to end. Whether you're Peyton Manning at 40 and, and Super Bowl MVP or, or whether it's the end of college, the game ends. And we want these guys to be a productive contributor to society. And in order to do that, we believe they need to get an education and to be prepared for that. And so, um, you know, that for us is what we talk about a purpose driven life. You have two purposes one, to, to play this game as long as possible, but two, to get a degree and be a productive contributor to society. And then we talk about the attributes of what it means, you know, to be the best version of yourself. And uh, so that that's really how we go about it within our program. Yeah, so so how do you balance that then? Because of course you're you're wanting these you know players to to develop on the field and and become stronger and faster and and all those sort of things. But then how do you practically incorporate you know just getting them thinking and engaging in what is life like after football, beyond football, and 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 how how does that look for for you kind of moving forward? Well, for us, it's talking about the characteristics that translate from on the football field that make you the very best player you can be that also being the very best person that you can be you know we talk about for us pride for us there's two types of pride there's a for us acronym personal responsibility and daily excellence and then there's the negative which is uh inflated you know disease of me entitled Mm. and for us if you have a personal responsibility and daily excellence that those are attributes to waking up every day and doing the very best you can be to building trust and respect with everyone you come in contact with. It's always competing to do it better than it's done before. It's following this uh, principle of doing more than what's expected. Uh, And that's a principle based off a biblical, the Rebecca principle when when Isaac uh, was choosing his wife, Rebecca and how they figured that out or how the Lord told Isaac uh, to, or, or to get Isaac's wife in order to find Isaac's wife. Anyway, there's a lot of different principles that we're teaching them Mm. or showing them that apply in football, but also apply in life. And for us, that's the best way um, to incorporate a purpose-driven life. And and then there's things that we specifically talk about that we have people come in and talk about um, to help them along their way outside of just football, but the best way for us, our coaching staff, myself, is to take the principles that we were taught in football and apply them to life. Mm. So strong. Coach Eli Drinkwitz with us right now on Unpacking It. He's the head football coach at Appalachian State University. Throughout your career, you've been an assistant coach and and you've worked your way up as a a coordinator and you even spent time on the, the high school level. So, so to now get to this point as a, a head coach in college football, a goal that you, you set out to, to achieve along the way, like what was that process like for you figuring out the kind of head coach you wanted to be? Like, like did, you, did you write things down? How did, how did you put together the kind of the philosophy uh-huh. and, and the way that you wanted to, to come across as a head coach? And now that you're here, how does that kind of come about and come to fruition for you? Well, I, you know, I tell you what, that's that's the interesting dynamic because obviously there's things that we all want to do and 
you know, I've taken notes, my iPhone's full of notes, just of things that I liked and didn't like, or, or yeah. things that I thought, boy, that's a good idea. I, I like how we approach this. I like this mindset, this mantra. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to be uniquely yourself. And then you also have to understand, have a plan, work the plan. And, um, and that's what you do. You can't chase every rabbit. You gotta, you gotta steer the ship and be steady and, you can't chase everything. So as far as me being a head coach, I've, I've had all these ideas of what I want to do, but then I've just set the plan in place and tried to be very deliberate about this is how we're going to do things. You know, I had a plan when I hired the staff and I, and, and um, made sure I adhered to those principles. And then I had a plan when I talked to the team about how I want to address it. And I just try to adhere to those principles in every decision I make. Um, obviously it's not perfect, but that's, that's been the plan so far and four months in it's, it's been good. Um, obviously a, a lot of this, we haven't, we haven't played or won a game yet, but I firmly believe the culture, um, if you establish a culture, it'll be reflective in the winning. That's right. And so the most important thing is to get the, what we want to do on a day-to-day basis, right. And then the outcome will reflect the process. Yeah, no, that makes total sense, and and so you, you've gotten a a little taste of of what this team looks like and what they're they're capable of uh, here during the the spring practices and and scrimmages and all that sort of thing. So, what are some of the highlights from from your perspective on on how the, this team is is coming together? Well, you know, it was all so new and all so quick. We're all trying to learn each other. You got a staff that's trying to learn how to work with each other. You got players trying to learn schemes. Um, so it was very interesting. Um, and you knew that there was going to be a lot of mental mistakes and busts and things that we have to correct. But I think the best thing was our guys were open. Mm-hmm. Our players were open. Our coaches were open to being coached the way we wanted to do it. And they they were excited about the opportunity. Um, you know, for our football team, when it all starts with a quarterback. We, our quarterback, Zach Thomas, is a returning starter from Hewitt Trussell, Alabama. He's got, got a lot of ability and he's got a great heart and a great mind and um uh, I'm excited to work with him. We've got really talented running backs. Jankton Evans was a bowl game MVP. Cam Peebles was a redshirt freshman that played in the bowl game and rushed for like over 100 yards. And so there's some really good, talented players at, at those positions. Defensively, um, you know, we've got our two safeties back, Josh Thomas and, and uh, Des Franklin. Both are really very solid football players. Uh, outside linebackers, Noel Cook and Akeem Davis, uh, very long, athletic, durable players. And our defensive line is very deep and very physical and very quick. And so we've got the right pieces. It's just a matter of how quick we can get everybody up to speed, all on the same page, playing together and uh, and playing for each other. That That's the key. Coach Eli Drinkwitz with us right yeah. now on Unpacking It, head football coach at Appalachian State, and they're coming off just an incredible season. And uh, and Zach Thomas is the real deal at quarterback. I saw his debut. I was at that Penn State game, and he, he blew me away and had, had a great season and so excited to see him continue to develop as a quarterback, especially under your system and the, the new system you're, you're implementing. And, and, and Coach, uh, love talking football and, and just kind of want to – uh, go a little bit more in depth into your your faith journey a little bit, and and, and I'm just curious, what have been some of the, the key moments in your life that, they, that either God has really revealed himself to you or, or your faith has really grown significantly, either during tough seasons or, or just specific seasons of your life that you look back and go, wow, that, that was an important part of the, the journey because I, I really grew and, and God changed me during that time? 
Um, I think there's really two key times for me. I, I think the first one was in 2010 when Coach Malzahn and Coach Chiswick extended an offer to me to come be a quality control assistant at Auburn. At that time, my wife and I were were um, both teachers making good money. Our daughter was two months old, and we had an opportunity to go chase a dream, but but we didn't have there wasn't the finances. It was a, a fifteen thousand dollar a year job, no benefits. Uh, we were going to need to sell a house at the peak of the bubble where the, the housing market had crashed in Springdale, Arkansas, and we were going to need to move into an apartment. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you, you just have, and you got a two-month-old daughter, and you can stay and play it safe, uh, or you can step out and try to, you know, see what happens. And um, you know, we did. We, 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 and I'll be honest, I, as the head of the household, as the man, I was thinking, well, this is crazy. Huh. My wife really was the one that gave me the courage and said, no, we need to chase this dream and see what happens. And there was actually a song out at the time called Walk on Water by Britt Nicole. Hmm. Um, and I remember hearing that song several times as I was making this decision. And uh, we did it and chased the dream. And, and it turned out great in 2010. We won the national championship undefeated. Oh, yeah. I thought college football was easy. Um, <laughs> and then in 2011, you know, had another tremendous season. And Coach Malzahn got the Arkansas State job. And I was I got hired to be, um, you know, on the field, special teams coordinator, running backs coach. And so things were going good. And then uh, Coach gets the job at Auburn. And it's uh, one of these deals where you're in limbo. I actually had three different situations. I had a, I had a job offer to go to, to Auburn. And then um, my alma mater had called and offered me as a high school job, the head high school job um, where I was from. And it was a, a lot of money. Or I could or the, the um, I could wait because at that point I didn't have a job um, at Arkansas State mm. uh, with the new head football coach, Brian Harson. Alma wanted a, wanted an answer. They needed to move on, and Horace was not ready to make a hire. And so I had to have faith on, okay, do I, do I stick with college football or do I just get out and go be a head high school coach? And uh, basically at that point, my wife said, we haven't come this far to go back again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we haven't come this far to just go this far. And so we stuck with it, and uh, about a week and a half later, Brian Horson offered me a job as a co-offensive coordinator. So then I had a decision to make, do I go to Auburn as, you know, with, with a guy who got me into college football or do I stay and try to blaze my own trail and, um, decided just for, for, for me, it was best to stay and, um, got a chance to call plays and that's really, you know, where it's gone from there. Wow. What a cool story. Coach Eli Drinkwitz, head coach at Appalachian State, with us here on Unpacking It. And, and Coach, my, my last question, uh, I've been asking this to, to my guests recently because I'm uh, uh, hopefully going to be a, a first-time dad here in a few months. My, my wife's pregnant. And, and so uh, I, know, I, I appreciate it. I'm so fired up about it. And so you're a father of, of three daughters, and, and we're expecting a, a daughter. Yeah. So, so what's the, the advice and the wisdom that you can share uh, with, with a first-time dad like myself? Well, I think the number one thing is you'll find a whole new appreciation for your faith mm-hmm. and understanding that if um, John 3.16, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life, you'll really believe that there's no chance I would send my daughter to die. Wow, um, or son to die, and, and that somebody did that for you, and I think that hits you right in the face when mm. you hold them for the first time. Mm. 
Um, and, the, and then the second thing I'd just say is, is, uh, you're not going to be a perfect father, hmm. um, but you got to do the very best you can and give yourself some grace as you, as you learn through being a, being a dad. Ah, that's strong. Well, I appreciate that. And, and, and loved having you on the show today and, and so excited about, uh, you taking over the, the app state program. I know it's in good hands and, and really excited for the, the season upcoming and, uh, hopefully we'll stay in touch and, and really appreciate you being a part of unpacking it today. Well, you let me know when you're up here for a game. We'd love to make sure you have a great experience. That that sounds awesome. I look forward to it, and, and thanks so much. He's Coach Eli Drinkwitz, head coach at Appalachian State, joining us here on Unpacking It. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.